So if I'm hearing you right, if you recognize that this brother who is broken can just disciple you yep. who is broken, that was when it clicked for you. Like anybody can be a disciple. Yep. Um, so long as their faith is in Jesus. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Made to Multiply, the four-part discipleship podcast that covers the what, why, who, and how of discipleship. Today, we're going to be answering the question, what is a disciple? My name's Luke. I'm one of, one of your hosts, and with me is my brother, our co-host, Rob Main. We both currently serve as staff elders at Renaissance Church here in Pittsburgh, which is the greatest city of all time. You better believe it. That's right. The greatest city of champions. City. The city of champions. Exactly. The end spelled with Y-I-N-Z. The home of the greatest sports teams, the greatest uh, food. <laughs> I might disagree with you on there. Rob's from um, Cleveland, so we'll... Youngstown, so Youngstown, we'll... Youngstown. But you cheer for Cleveland. I, I do... When my sister texts me all of those uh, updates about the Cleveland Browns. But That's fair. Why, why are we doing this podcast? We're doing this podcast because we want to provide a resource uh, for the people at Renaissance Church to help them figure out what is this thing called discipleship that we do. We want to equip them so that they could be disciples who make disciples or they'll be disciples like the name of this podcast, video cast is called Disciples That Multiply Themselves. Yep. We're so excited to be doing this. Uh, Rob, why don't you tell us, the listeners, what's been going on today as we've set up for this? Yeah, so this is our fir- first podcast ever, uh, video cast. Um, we're going to try to keep looking at each other here yeah. um, and not look at just you out there. But um, we've been trying to wait for some silence because there is a power washer uh, going on outside right now. But we need to get Literally these things recorded. 10 feet away from us. But I, I feel like this is a beautiful picture of what it means to live the Christian life. Um, we are imperfect disciples uh, living in an imperfect world, and we have to learn how to persevere and be content yeah. with the uh, hands that are dealt to us. And so you may or may not hear that loud power washer outside, but it it's loud and it's distracting me. It uh, is. But enough <laughs> about the power washer. Um <laughs> Why don't we get into what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, absolutely. So I know a lot of a lot of those listening are eager to go out and make disciples, uh, myself included. And so why don't we jump straight into the nitty gritty of hands-on discipleship when we start talking about discipleship? Yeah, and I think what you said was really good. Our people are eager to make disciples. Now, when we think about making disciples, one of the the passages that most Christians go to is Matthew 28. Go, therefore, and make disciples. The verb there is not go, but the verb there is make. Mm -hmm. Making is is what we're supposed to be doing, making. And so when I think about this concept of making something, um, 
I never go into the kitchen or my wife never goes into the kitchen and just pulls out ingredients without first knowing what we are going to make. And I think it's key to understand what Jesus is requiring us to make, similar to what we want to make for dinner, to determine what are the ingredients that we need in order to complete this recipe. And so that's what we want to aim for today is, mm-hmm. is kind of the, the what are we making so we can figure out the necessary ingredients in order to make disciples. That's right. And though for, for those listening that know Rob, it's a big surprise to everyone that he is talking about being in the kitchen and making <laughs> food. Um, we've never heard him talk about food before. Uh, but all jokes aside, I like that. I, I like the thought of in order to make something, you first need to know what it is that you're making. And so we have to start then with a simple question, what is a disciple? Yeah, so if disciples are the things that we're supposed to make, that's a great question. What is a disciple? Um, in the original language, in the Greek, uh, the, the, the term basically meant a, a learner or a follower of someone. In this mm-hmm. case, we're talking about those who follow Jesus. Great. So if a disciple is someone who's following one's teachings... That means we're all disciples of someone, right? Because we're all following somebody. Yeah, yeah. One of my um, favorite quotes about discipleship, and I want to make sure I get this right, so I'm going to read it uh, from right here. It's from a guy named Dallas Willard in his book, The Divine Conspiracy. He says, one thing is for sure. You are somebody's disciple. You learned how to live from somebody else. There are no exceptions to this rule, for human beings are just the kind of creatures that have to learn and keep learning from others how to live, which I just love that, that we're all disciples of someone or something. There's never a time where we're not being discipled. Uh, The real question is, is who is discipling us? That's right. So if we want to be discipled by Jesus, how do we become a disciple of Jesus? What does that look like? Yeah, I I think becoming a disciple of Jesus it doesn't begin with something that we do. It first begins with something that Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the whole nutshell of the gospel, that in order for us to become disciples, we have to trust in our master, Jesus, who lived the life that we should have lived. Yep. He died the death that we deserve to die. And he rose from the grave so that we can be made right with God. Discipleship is not something that we do or perform for in order to become that thing. Discipleship is more of who we are, of what Christ already declares us to be. It's not an identity that we work for. It's an identity that we work from. We don't work for our salvation or for that identity. We work out our salvation, right? We work from this identity of being a disciple. Yeah, that's good. So being a disciple or uh, rather being a disciple of Jesus more specifically, it begins with this free gift of God's grace Mm -hmm. and and mercy in Christ. And so based on the good news of Jesus, then what would you say, Rob, uh, a disciple of Jesus actually is then? Yeah, I I think... You know, one of the ways that I explain it to my kids or I explain it to my neighbors who don't know Jesus is uh, I'm a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think that that phrase is the sum total 
of what it means to be a disciple, a follower of Jesus. Now, if we want to get a little bit deeper, yeah. um, a little bit wider definition, I think it's it's someone who, by grace through faith, has been reconciled to God through Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And now through the power of the Holy Spirit, they're persevering in this sin-sick and suffering-filled world. They're persevering to multiply disciples who both love God and love their neighbor. That is what a disciple is. That's beautiful. I love that. So something that caught my attention as you're, as you're sharing that, you said uh, that pers- someone that perseveres, so being a disciple yeah. is someone that perseveres uh, to multiply more disciples, to, to love God and love their neighbor. So mm-hmm. can you explain exactly then, when I hear the word perseveres, okay, I'm thinking persevere through what? Uh, what exactly does a disciple of Jesus need to persevere through? Is there a count? Is there a cost that you have to count to follow Jesus? Yeah, I think Jesus even says that to his disciples at one point, that they have to count the cost of following him. Nobody goes and sets out to build a house without first determining if they have all the supplies they need. Yeah. And he tells us in that illustration to count the cost Um I think many of you guys, if you're around at Renaissance enough, you've heard me talk about um, a guy named Dietrich Bonhoeffer who wrote a book, The Cost of Discipleship. And he has this amazing, amazing line in there that says, when Christ calls a man, he bids him to come and die. Mm. So when Christ calls you, if you are a daughter or a son of God by grace through faith in Jesus, that when God has called you through Jesus. He bids you to come and die. Now, that takes on many different forms here yeah. in the Western world in, in America or mm-hmm. right here in, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. The cost of discipleship, well, you might be losing relationships for what you believe about humanity and who God is. You might be shunned in your work environment because of yeah. what you believe. You might be labeled as certain names uh, that, that folks could could call you. I mean, yeah. you could probably think of them right now as I'm, I'm talking, but I think the beautiful thing about persevering is recognizing that the sufferings that we face, the persecution that we face is not necessarily because of us. Mm-hmm. It's because of who we follow. It's yeah. Jesus. And also that these afflictions, these trials that we face as we persevere are momentary. Yep. They're momentary compared to the They're eternal. They're not going to last forever. They're not going to last forever. But what is going to last forever is joy. What is going to last forever is presence with God mm-hmm. who gives us pleasures forevermore. Pleasures are awaiting us forever. Yeah. Not suffering, not tears, not broken relationships. Yeah. And so that's why I include the word persevere in there because, mm-hmm. good. man, it's not you become a disciple and life becomes easy. Yep. Most often, when you become a disciple, life becomes a little bit more difficult, but we have hope. Yeah. Uh, we have something to hope in that gets us through, that motivates us through those difficulties. So what's been the biggest surprise to you then is as a disciple of Christ? So someone that follows Jesus in your personal life, what has been a shock to you? Uh whether it's been a trial or just a, a radical way of living, what is that? What is that like for you? 
Oh man, my, I think the the biggest shock in discipling others uh, is it. Th- this might come as a surprise that discipleship is messy. Yeah, like you have sinners right interacting with sinners, and I'm still surprised. That's Rob on record saying he's a sinner. Yeah, there, so we know. <laughs> there it is. Um, I'm still surprised that. Um, People are going to sin against me, and uh-huh. probably, I'm going to sin against them. I'm not going to get it right. Yeah, and I think that goes to the deeper surprise, which is even though I don't get it right, even though I sin against people, and they sin against me through the discipleship process, mm-hmm. trying to figure this out together, God still multiplies disciples. Yeah, God still is faithful even in spite of our failures and faithlessness. Um, for me, like I feel like I always have to be perfect at something before I go and do it. And that's not what God's calling me to. He's calling me to step into uh, being poor in spirit, being broken, weak, and relying on him to actually do the work of multiplication. He's responsible for the outcome. I'm just responsible to teach others to observe what Jesus has commanded us. Yeah, That's been the biggest surprise. I want to know from you, Luke, when did you realize that this idea of being a disciple was not just something for the spiritual elite, mm-hmm. um, the preachers yep. behind a pulpit. When did you realize that being a disciple was not just for them, but for everyday ordinary Christians in their walk with Jesus? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it comes back to what you just said of blessed are the poor in spirit. And so mm-hmm. it got I got to the place in my early 20s um, that I did feel that it was only for the ultra spiritual, uh, yeah. the Pharisees, the scribes, um, that I couldn't, I couldn't possibly uh, be righteous enough to have a mm-hmm. relationship with Christ. Um, and so, yeah, I think in my early 20s, the Lord worked in me, the spirit opened my eyes to realize, man, I... I'm just so broken mm-hmm. and there's nothing that I could ever do, but because of what Christ has done for me, um, yeah. I'm counted righteous. And, yeah. and a good buddy of mine uh, who I looked at as this ultra righteous person, not in anything that he was doing to make himself that way, but because I just looked at him as a great example of, man, this is, yeah. a, this is a godly guy. Um, the day that the, that the Lord called me to himself, this brother, his name's John, he, he confessed deep sins to me. Mm. he confessed deep sins to the Lord with me. And I just realized, man, he is no different than me apart mm. from Christ. And so he sent this, set this beautiful example for me of what it looks like to, to confess your need for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm hearing you right, if you've recognized that this brother who is broken can just disciple you, yep. who is broken, that was when it clicked for you. Like, Anybody can be a disciple. Yep. Um, so long as their faith is in Jesus. That's right. Right. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to have everything put together in order to do this. They just you need the opposite. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you not have anything together, which <laughs> exactly. is what I I realized. Uh, yep. Yeah. And he discipled me in that moment. He. Yep. He did good to my soul mm. in Christ. That's great by teaching me. Um, that's good. That's a great question. So as we close up. Here, Rob, could you remind everybody one more time, what is a disciple? 
Yeah, if you want the shorter version that I love, because it's easy for me to remember, a disciple is a follower of Jesus. Um, Or if you want the longer version, um, it's someone um, who's been reconciled to God by grace through faith in Jesus that perseveres to multiply more disciples who love God Mm -hmm. and love their neighbor. It's great. Thanks so much, guys, for for listening in on our conversation today on Made to Multiply. And for those of you who are interested in learning more about any of the resources or the quotes or the books or anything that we mentioned, you'll be able to find some PDFs with info under episode uh, notes. So we hope you you join us next time as we're going to be exploring why we disciple. It's so great to be with you guys, Rob. Which is my favorite question to answer and to ask. Yep. Why? Why should we be doing this? So I'm so excited. Yeah. So we know now now know what a disciple is and now we'll get to know why are we to disciple. Rob, thanks for, for sharing with us today. Yeah. Everybody, we love you. Until then, peace be with you. Peace be with you.